What is it? <laughs> That's the start of Marvelous. Oh, the Adelaide Oval or the MCG, MCG doesn't the matter. Or the, you are. No, he does the gather. Or the whacker. Doesn't matter <laughs> where we are. Because it's the summer. In Australia. In Australia. Welcome to Officially Underqualified, where two mates discuss with their limited experience and zero qualifications the ins and outs of sport, life, business, and events transpiring in the world today. Well, it's Christmas week, <laughs> and this will be the last episode, possibly forever, of Officially Underqualified after this gibberish coming from the co-host. Ah, welcome back. Stop it. Welcome back. It's one of the worst Benos I've heard. Ah. And I hear it every week. Ah. It's making my ears bleed. It's a shammer of cricket. Interesting week this week. Not a heap to talk about, but we've got a bit on the board there to go through, obviously. A little bit to talk about. We've got the huge result in what is being uh, coined as the best World Cup final ever. Pretty good. Mate, it it actually, they did what we'd hoped they did. Mm. Which was a bit of free-flowing, score some goals. Attacking football. Yeah. Yep. Argentina were seriously dominant. The better team. Yeah. It's one of those rare situations where the better team won. Yeah. Normally. I'll tell you what, Mbappé tried to ruin the ruin it for them. Yeah. How good was his second goal? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll just leap off the ground. And Unbelievable goal. Side volley this yeah. into the bottom right corner. Yeah. Okay. He's 24. 25? Yeah. 24? Uh, no, 24. 20, he's, he's 24. He was 19 in the last World Cup. Yeah. So he's 20. I think he's... He's yeah, just turned 24. Just turned 24. Um, yeah, and he's already on the leaderboard for highest goal scorer in the World Cup. He had a good World Cup. He's scored... Uh, I had it there a second ago. I think he's the six, he's 16th highest goal scorer of World Cups. And he's 24. He's played two World Cups. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, you know, give him two more World Cups yeah. and insane. Yeah. Insane. However, Messi wins. Yeah, and actually then any argument of anyone's that says he's not the greatest player to ever play has been thrown out the window. We're done. Do you think anyone hated that, him winning more than Ronaldo? <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> no, but they actually have respect for each other. I don't think there's any beef there, is there? Well, they've played against each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been, they've been the focal point of world football for a long time now. Few and <laughs> other people won. I, I can't imagine Ronaldo's happy. I can't imagine he's happy. I don't think he's bitter. Um, I think he'd be bitter if he came second. But um, I've got an eight-year-old son who we frequently mention, Heathy Boy. And uh, a lot of his friends are soccer players. He's he's into his footy. He loves his soccer as well. And, I mean, all of year three this year, because of the World Cup, they were having the Ronaldo-Messi debate. All of year three. Well, it's a big debate. Big in debate year in year three. There's not much else going on. It's a, one might call it a mass debate. <laughs> That's, that comes in in year six, seven. Big time. It depends. Big time. When you flourish. Mm. Uh, that was inappropriate, Matt. <laughs> was it? Officially. It was officially underqualified, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, um, it was a Messi-Ronaldo debate. And uh, the first thing my boy said when, because we got up and watched it, and he went, oh, Hugh's going to hate this. He's a Ronaldo fan. <laughs> mm. 
but my boy's a messy fan. I said, yeah, mate, puts it to bed. I said, not only did he win the World Cup, but he got player of the tournament. He got the highest goal scorer. Yeah. He, he, he got the whole lot. He took the whole lot out. What about his penalty? How good it was. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was the, the greatest fuck you. Yeah. In in the biggest match yeah. ever. Yeah. He just, just <laughs> mate. It, Laced it. But, mate, it's just incredible what he does. Mm-hmm. And right at the end there, you know, even in extra time, when I thought he won it again, you know, ball goes out there. Hugo the Reese, gr- mm. good save, but couldn't mm. hold it. And who's there? The old guy. The old guy. Mm. How old is he? 38? No, 36, 38. He's old, man. No, he's not 38. Might have to. Might, we We're going to Google this on the fly here. Google that. But who's there? The old fella. Right there, right where you need to be, bang, goal, legend. Yeah, no, he was uh, he was unbelievable. He really is. What do you got? Born in 87. There you go, 35. Yeah, okay. Old. No, 36. Old. No, 35. 35. 35. Old. Old for uh Old to be the best player at the World Cup. Yeah. Like he got the best player award. Mate, you know what And you know what? He, you know, fair enough too. He was the best player. He was everywhere. Mbapp might have something to say about that. Sure, but he lost. Yeah, I g- agreed. Agreed. You win the World Cup, you score two, one of them's a penalty. You get the you get the award. I've got to say, um, France were another crack in four years. Their team's young, man. After yeah, a lot of the young kids were in the end there. Well, they won the last World Cup. Yeah, they nearly won this one. They're probably going to win the next one. Yeah, like they 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 had all their kids on at the end. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard. I'd be getting on them now. They're yeah. probably paying a dollar six. <laughs> if I'm saying they're going to win, yeah. someone who actually knows something's thinking that as well. You're probably right. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just got a message from Ryan Gailey. I didn't tell him we were recording. I just, I totally forgot. Yeah, and I just got one just there. Well, listeners, <laughs> we'll read that later. Mm. But anyway, look, I had a little flutter on the World Cup and everything lost. So um, on the final. I got on, uh, you know, shots on target, corners, everything. Look at you, such an exotic human. Yeah, I was on the exotics. Nothing came in. Disgusting. Yeah. But uh, but I really enjoyed it, mate. It was a cracking final. One team was clearly going to win. Then an epic comeback. Then it goes to but extra time. They didn't time. score their first goal to the 80th minute. 80th and 80. 80, 80 81. 80, 80, 81. 80, 81. Yeah. And then it's two all, and you're yeah. like, so what? one team, one team was going to win. Then the other team's got to come back, and then you think they're going to win. Then it goes to extra time. Then one team scores. You think, oh, it's all over. Then they score again. Yeah. It was a great, great final. Four billion people watched the final. Four billion people tuned in. There's only seven billion people on the planet, isn't there? Maybe, maybe. Wow. And and you know what my question well, is, is? What the fuck are the other three billion doing? Well, the reason <laughs> is there's a massive lockdown in China, so they got nothing to do. Is there COVID? Massive COVID. It's gone again. There you go. See, so I'm, they've not, I'm not up in. with world events. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, well, that's what I'm here for. Is that what you're here for? One I was the, wondering. One of the reasons. <laughs> I was wondering what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, I just push the buttons sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you push sometimes. the buttons. It's red, so it's working. Okay, good. Yeah. Color coded now. Yeah, great. <laughs> Look, they're they're calling it the greatest World Cup ever. And I don't think that had much to do with where it was, more than the style of football that was played. Well, there you go. I mean, it was such an um, it was such a great final series. All the games were good. So many games went to penalties. It was such a great final series that, f- honestly, for the last two weeks, everyone forgot that it was in Qatar. 
that's how good it was. <laughs> Remember leading into the World Cup? It's all people could talk about. And uh, everyone forgot because the football outshined all the political bullshit. Fantastic. What's your thoughts? <coughs> Excuse me. What's your thoughts on uh, a couple of things? Okay. The, the I'm short of an opinion. Messi, Messi winning <laughs> players player and then having to wear the robe, being put the robe on. No issues. Don't really care. Don't care. Cool. What's uh, what? I didn't get. The, I didn't get the outrage with the robe. Just asking a question. Yeah, I'm let's, just let's unpack that. Though. Yeah. What did you hear? What the outrage? Was? I just think it was them trying to take advantage of an opportunity to to spruik them, Qatar to sort of have the last. You know, wearing their ceremonial robes or whatever it was. I don't know much about it. Well, let me say this. I've seen teams go, I've seen rugby league teams go to the Cook Islands and be presented with huge necklaces. You know? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know what I'm talking about? The big um, <laughs> ceremonial, like a pres- you're a fucking animal. Oh, my God. What about just the, people? If you Get had just seen the dismissive <laughs> expression on Mr. Cagel's face <laughs> on Pon me making the pearl necklace joke, I just which, wasn't ready. I wasn't which ready. wasn't bad, <laughs> okay? It wasn't good. It's not my worst one. It's no Pelican's Queef, <laughs> but it's definitely not... You can't set the bar there. You've never been funnier than Pelican's Queef. Well, when your mum gets involved. <laughs> that's right. You know, when, I'm, when I'm catering to all age groups. All age groups. That's what I do. Continue. Back to the point. Yeah. Um, I've seen teams go to Polynesian nations and be presented with yeah. a form of dress from that nation upon receiving an award. You know, you go meet the Queen of England. Well, you, it have happens to, at, you have to bow and curtsy. It happens at the Olympics. It happens when you at get the your Olympics. gold medal, they get a little token of the Yeah, you won the, the s- Sydney Olympics. We, uh, what did we do? A plush kangaroo or something? I think they did get a plush kangaroo. Some bullshit. But if you go to other nations, you get something of the culture. Something of value. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Give me something. But you're right. Yeah. It's always, you know, the, here's your medal, here's your flowers, and here's something of culture. I actually didn't I didn't place this any in any uh, in any different category than well, they're playing there and that was just a sign off to the culture and thanks for having us at your world thanks for being at our World Cup and yeah. could that be enough? Could yeah. that be all right? I'm with you, I've got you. So then my next question is So the the Argentinian keeper, is it Edgar Martinez? Is that his name? I've forgotten his first name, but it is Martinez. Yeah. yeah. I think it might be Edgar. No, I don't think it is. But anyway. Anyway, it's one of them. It starts with a name. Yeah. Eddie. We'll call him Eddie. Okay. Call him Marty if you want. No, I'm, I don't know him that well. No, Martinez. I know what it's for, mate. Okay. I'll just okay. keep it up. I know what it's for. Do you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fuck. You're miserable today, aren't you? Well, look at you. I'm trying to hold this together. Three days before Christmas, and you're you at your wits' end. Greg is now looking up what his name is, and what is his name? Emiliano. Oh, right. Yeah. So not Eddie at all. No, it's not. <laughs> Millie. So Millie. <laughs> so Millie got the golden glove or whatever for being the the best keeper. Sure. And then proceeded to pelvic thrust the trophy. Now this guy's a peanut. Oh, yeah. Look, this guy is a peanut because he carried on like a dick through the whole World Cup, essentially. Yes. Uh, thoughts on this guy? Yeah. Well, he's plays for Aston Villa. Right. Um, who, in my opinion, I'm not, not, fan, not a fan of... You're not a villain? Of, of Villas. Um, 
look, I think he was just living his moment. Yeah, I understand. I that. think I, I, I think he, he. You're right. I think he probably let the moment of winning the World Cup. <laughs> Maybe take over a little with the pelvic thrust what about of the trophy. The, what about the guy standing next to you? you funny, see the photos? Funny though. The look on his face. He's, this, like, this guy's mortified. Are you doing that? <laughs> this guy's like, you can't do that. And he's like, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> he almost finished too, I think. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If you ever found yourself in Qatar yeah. and winning the World Cup. Yeah. The world, the football World Cup yeah. too, like yeah. the biggest of World Cups, yeah. arguably the hardest trophy to obtain in the world. Yep, be hard to argue that that's not true. No, that's probably true. And you're holding it. Yeah. Can you do what you want? <laughs> well, he did. You can always do what you want. <laughs> Are you not going to just like? This is my moment to fuck the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. There's that the the base of the trophy <laughs> is a similar shape and size convexly oh. to something that I know. Could it fit in there? Oh my! Certainly found out. He was um yeah. I'm not a fan of Emiliano. No, a bit of a tosser. Yeah, bit of a tosser. Uh, that's fair. Yep, that's fair. But he was he fucking good keeper. Mate, yeah, very good keeper. Don't know if he was the best keeper, but that penalty shootout, he was very good. And he, he got them through a couple of penalty shootouts as well. Yeah, he did. He saved, so now, he saved a lot of penalties. Yeah, now he? that I think about it. Yeah, okay. Saved a lot of penalties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so going from the, the highest of highs. The best football. To the worst football. To the worst. Yes. The best example of how football should be done to the worst example. Yeah. Melbourne Classic on the weekend. Melbourne. We're going to talk about this. So the Melbourne rivalry. Yes. Well, sure. That's that's just the backdrop. I yeah yeah. So explain to me what went on on the weekend on a broader. The story. Scale. There's two stories. The story that they're saying is we were outraged that the A League has signed a three year deal with the New South Wales government for the final to be held there for the next three years. So, we're going to walk out at the 20th minute. And and games had done that over the weekend. Sure. Games had done that. Sure. Upwards of tens of people had walked out of yeah. A-League games. Yeah. Well, there's only... When there's only 20s. Yes, yeah. well, that was, a, that was 20% of the yeah. crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is kind of... That, that'll be a segue into my other point. Yeah. But anyway. So, they've... They've uh, stormed the field. They've pulled the goals down. They've thrown a bin at the keeper. They've thrown flares on the field. They've just just football hooligans, right? If you look at the faces of the people storming the field, they were just young guys looking for a fight. Nowhere else was there any inkling of a riot. Anywhere else in the country, the exact same protest. Those people walking on that field were not doing a protest. Uh, walking on the field and punching a goalkeeper and pulling the goals down is not going to get the fucking final move to Melbourne. Well, it's definitely not going to Melbourne now. It's never going to yeah. Melbourne ever. Yeah. So now it'll, for it'll, the next decade, it'll go to Hobart. So well done, fuckhead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what you're looking at was just gangland attitude. They were just looking for a Barney. They thought, oh, here's a good excuse to be outraged, and they took it. That's that's it. 
So End they did of story. They didn't charge onto the field. Some of them were over the fence, standing inside the fence line. No, they were on the field. Not really until he threw the flare back in, though. That's when that's when all hell fucking broke loose. Sure, but that the flare when... was not thrown on the field. The flare was thrown at the keeper. Yes, because he was the Melbourne victory keeper, not the city keeper, or whatever is the other Melbourne. And he's also from Melbourne. Yeah, right. So they're throwing a flare at the keeper, amongst other things. He's picked it up, fucking flicked it back in there. In, and there was three other flares already going off in the crowd. Yeah. So it's not like they hate a flare. And again, beautiful. There's another little, okay, that's the reason we're doing it. Yeah. You're looking for it, mate. Yeah. You know? It's like if you punch someone in the face and they punch you back, you can't then be outraged that they punched you so back. So what did he... What did you punch them. So they ran on the field, mm-hmm. tried to attack the keeper. The, the, the ref got involved. Incredibly. No, no. Well, the, yeah, everyone got involved. Yeah, but I mean, the ref tried to save the keeper, right? Yeah. He, he, he really manned up. Yeah. Uh, it was a bin. What was in the bin? It looked like it was ash or... It was, it was, it was weird. It was like white sand? Yeah, it was, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, but made, it would have like, hurt. That would have hurt. Oh, a metal bucket. Yeah, metal bucket. I think it was um, the white sand. I think they keep um, those behind the goals to fill fill, the divots, divots. Right. fill divots on the field. Okay, yeah. So he's picked it up on the way in. I don't yeah. think he brought that with him. Right, yeah. yeah. I, was just, I didn't quite understand what that was. Yeah. Scones the keeper on the cheek. He's oh, got splits a him. Splits him. He's splits got him. He's, he's bleeding. Yeah. Game is he's never starting again after that happens. Oh, they've, pulled, they've dismantled the goal. Yeah. Hung off the goalpost till it snapped. Yeah. yeah, but they waited around for 20, 30 minutes. They're going to kick that game off again. They're in the tunnel, like behind. They've mm. gone off. The players have gone off. I don't know how they got off without anyone being seriously hurt, mm-hmm. apart from the keeper. Mm-hmm. They, they were they, they were waiting around. They were going to start that game again. Don't you just go the minute they storm the field and someone gets yeah. hit, it's game over. Just sh- and you know what? Yeah. Shut the gates. Yeah. Call a thousand cops mm-hmm. and fuck them all off. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the gates. Trap yeah, them in there. Just trap them in. Trap them in. They can't go. Trap them in. And then call a thousand cops. There were plenty of cops there anyway. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, fair few players. Uh, sorry, fair few fans. There, there were a fair few fans. Yeah. Um, you know, and when you when you're uh, when you know you're already outnumbered, you don't want to start arresting people because then yeah. they. Yeah, well, yeah, then you, it's really going to be a shit fight. Correct. You just sort of hang back. Yeah. We're 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 in the 21st century. We know who these people are. The yeah. cops knew who they were. Twelve hours later, yeah. they knew where they lived. Not a problem. Yeah, yeah. They arrested. They've arrested quite a few of them. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. how they fucking should. It's assault. Yeah. You can't assault a sportsman in the middle of a game. Yeah. Mate. So uh, they reckon that all the um, Melbourne games from now on, uh, fans are banned. Going to be played behind closed doors. Wow. Uh, for for how long, I haven't seen. I haven't been fully across the ramifications. I think some of them are still being decided upon. But long story short, absolute fucking shit fight. All you've done, the reason, and this takes me back to the the reason people are walking out. The reason the A-League have signed with the New South Wales government for the next three grand finals is the same reason that the NRL do it, the AFL do it, the NFL do it, the English Premier League play at Wembley every year for the final of the um, Europa League and and the FA Cup. No matter who's playing, they play it at the flagship stadium because that flagship stadium... Pays the money well, the to highest, have it there. It's the highest bit of money. It's business. Of course it is. Now you're the A League. Yeah. You got no fucking money. Yeah. COVID nearly sent you broke, and no one's going to your games. Yeah. I need money. So because no one goes to the games, 
and no one's buying jerseys and the A-League is doing money, what do the fans decide to do who l- supposedly love the sport oh, and love the, their team? Destroy the game. Oh, we'll walk out. Yeah. Give it fucking 10 seconds of thought. They are doing exactly the same thing that every sporting code does. You're not different. They're actually doing the right thing by this code, and they're doing so because you and your mates are not going to enough games. If you love the A-League, go to more games. Don't walk out. Go to so many games in Brisbane that they have to have it there. Don't demand that they have it there. Like, do you understand how business works? That's my fucking rant. Winds me up. Really grinds your gears. Grinds my gears when people are outraged when they don't fundamentally understand the problem. That's what grinds my gears. Try and understand the situation before you have a fucking opinion on it. And it's just true in life. Before I before I'm gonna say that guy's a dick, I'm gonna be like, why is that guy acting like that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why did the why did the A League do it? Well, the answer to that might change my opinion on whether I'm gonna walk out in 20 minutes. Yeah. End of end of rant, Matthew. Well said. You agree? No, I do agree. I, look, the majority of the human race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't no, even it. need to finish that sentence. Nope. You're okay. right. So, what about what about the cricket? Moving on. Yeah. All right. What, what about the cricket in Brisbane? So we've, we've come off we've come off a, a series against the Windies, which was yeah completely one sided. Everyone's pumped mm-hmm. because it's the one v two Test nations in the world. They've been playing the best cricket for a long time. Australia mm-hmm. versus South Africa, mm-hmm. and they turn up to the Gabba. And they're bowling on my backyard grass. Mm-hmm. I, for the life of me, I, I've got I've got a few stances on this, right? Okay. For the life of me, I don't understand why it was the pitcher is prepared to that level, right? One hasn't been that hot mm-hmm. this summer yet. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been that much rain in the last month. A little bit, but not a heap. A bit, yeah. To, to for them to go shit, you know. It just it, it destroyed what should be the best series of the year. Did it? Well, that it destroyed that test match. Did it's it? over in two days. But like, did it? You don't want to see that. Really? 34 wickets in two days? Yeah. Test match is supposed to go for five days. Sure. Yeah. But they don't have to. No, they don't have to. See, just, just a juxtaposition. Yeah. Right? That test match was as entertaining as all hell. I, look, I couldn't turn away. No, I don't, and, because and, a wicket was going to fall at any moment. But that, but that's why, right? But that's why. So normally, and look, I get, I get the argument that it was just different. generally, generally, it's the other way. Yes, it's, a it's road, all in the batter's favour, and, uh, and it's boring. For right? they, exactly, oh, it, like, it's a draw. Like what happened in the Windies series, where you know Marnus Labuschagne scores seven hundred runs in two tests, right? So you don't want that, and it's that a lot. It is that a lot? And it made me laugh that Verinder Sawag, the Indian guy, came out, and this is disgusting and hypocritical because of one pitch that's been presented that way. Yep. And every single pitch in India is doctored for the Indians. Yep. Every single pitch, every single game. Yep. Shut up, Verinder. Yep. Rack off back to Bombay. Yep, agree. This was an outlier. I get that. And yet you're right. It was super enjoyable. I, I really enjoyed watching it. What's the point of it? 
But a two-day test match is not good for cricket. Well, it's it, it's not good for cricket. If you are going to do a two-day test match, start it on Saturday. <laughs> good point. I'm just saying. Yeah. What do we miss out? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah. I couldn't watch it anyway. I was at work. Yes. So, look, it's not the best for cricket. The Gabba was outraged because they lost a fuckload of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is it. <laughs> they had to refund tickets. However, as a fan, did I enjoy it? Yep. Yeah. Was it fun to watch? Yep. Yeah. And did the bowlers finally become the hero and not have it not be about who scored the most runs but who was the best bowlers? Yeah. Yeah. And did David Warner finally play himself out of the test team? Yeah. 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 The, the the globe, the golden duck in, in, in the first innings. Yeah. That was the – I think that's it. Bowling. Scotty. He can bowl. He can. Pat. He's, he's unlucky. Pat I, was killing it. All, all the bowlers were great. Yeah. Stark was amazing in the second innings. How – oh. Can we just have a moment of silence for Stark's 450th test wicket? Did you see that nut? No, it wasn't his 450th. It wasn't. You're talking about Nathan Lyons? No. 450th no. or Stark? Uh, Stark's 300th. Yeah. Sorry. It was a milestone ball. Yeah. That was the, the incredible ball. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've never seen a filthier ball than that. That's the in-swinger that got the, the opener out? Yeah. Straight through the gate? Yeah. It's the but same ball that he bowled to Brendan McCallum in the World Cup final a few years back. It was an in-swinger yeah. that looked like an off-spinner yeah. when it landed. And it was, and then it just the stump was just all over the place. When he's on, <laughs> it was just like when he's on, he's incredible. And the guy missed it; yeah. he missed it by fifty mil. Yeah. He didn't get near it. He just went, okay. Yeah, so Steve Smith, <laughs> that's unhittable. Steve Smith, Steve Smith's come out and said it was the worst, well, the most difficult pitch he's ever played on. And right. that's the right way to put it. Yeah. And I th- I don't think it's the mind worst. Mind you, mind you, what did um, Labashane score? 92? No, Head. Travis Head. Tra- Travis sorry, head Travis Head. There were a couple of guys that scored some runs. And that's what it took. Yeah. Right? The team that had one or two batsmen that managed to find a way yeah. won. Yeah. I don't think the wrong team won. I don't think it was that unenjoyable. Yeah, I don't want to see it every week. I'll, I'll, yeah. get, I'll extend a knowledge branch. I don't want to see that every week. Yeah. But throw a curveball up every now and then. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah. I don't know. Too much hate. No, there's no hate. I just, you know, I'm here to, I'm here to drive discussion, Greg. Here to drive and that's discussion. what we've done. Yeah, that's what we've done. I, look, it's always great when you see South Africa who think they might be in the game after bowling Australia for two eighteen, mm. absolutely shit the bed and be three for <laughs> fuck all, <laughs> and get bowled out for ninety nine. Yeah, it also was good. And then we were four and for we trying won, to chase we, fifteen. We won four. We were four for thirty five to win the match, but trying to chase a few. Yeah, Travis Head gets ninety two in the first, and then gets a golden duck in the second. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything so could anyway. happen. Yeah, I was watching. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. It was good fun watch. I, yeah. I don't want. The, I'm with you. I don't want it every week. Oh, every week, but, but it was. But that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what uh, gets dished up. On the Boxing Day test in Melbourne, which will be the next test match. Yeah, Melbourne will be more of a traditional pitch. I think it'll uh, it'll be pretty steadfast in the first two days. Mel- Melbourne are good. They're good at this. By by day five. There's you know, usually generally a result. By day five, I'll have more lines in my eyes. Yeah. Crow's feet. Feeling my age. Are you? Yeah. Ugh. You shouldn't. Maybe I should take after you. and don't get feel, Just don't feel my age. Well, I should, ta- I should take a leaf out of your book and, and get some Botox. Do less. <laughs> Who's your guy? I couldn't afford Botox, mate. <laughs> That's not what I hear. Not for this. 
Nice. Got a face for podcasting. Look like prune face <laughs> off Dick Tracy. <laughs> I look like I look like my sphincter has moved to my face. There's that many lines. <laughs> not, a, not as sensitive though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not as worn out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine line. It is a fine line. Pun intended. Um, All right, now we move in. We move into everyone's favorite segment. Just the tip. This is it. Or is it Tim's tip? It's I not, don't know. Tell it, me. It's not this week. Uh, I reckon that. Uh, nah, I reckon, nah, okay. nah, no, I think nah. Gailey's the man. Poor Timmy. Timmy says, <laughs> You're going to love this. Are we going to see Tim tomorrow? E- tomorrow, maybe. Might see Tim tomorrow. Probably definitely see Gailey tomorrow. Mm. Hopefully, Mitch is in. Uh, by the way, on the Mitch front, I have confirmation that the apps have been re downloaded. Already. Already. That was a quick. Uh, yes. I'm quick, not giving you any tips yet, but quick, the, the apps are back off. on. Quick week <laughs> off. He's a shocker. Timmy yesterday sends me a text saying, uh, there's literally nothing to bet on. And I said, give me something. Then he goes, all right, blind squirrel back for another multi. <laughs> After Gailey's blind squirrel comment. And then I'm not even going to go into the multi. Blah, blah, blah. Tip, tip, tip. Multi, multi. We've got some... Phoenix Suns to beat the Washington Wizards and uh, wow. and some Knicks Warriors three-point multi-bets and things of that nature. This is why he doesn't win. And then he's gone, Merry Christmas to all who follow Just the Tip and see you all in 2023, also known as the year of the Raider. Tim, fuck you. Is Tim a Raider? Yeah. And Gailey. And Ronnie. Yeah, and Ronnie. They can all get fucked. They can just form a club and fuck off. Yeah, they have. It's called the Raiders. Move to Canberra. Well, yeah. Go suck on your huge horn. And then I get a text message today. Uh, that multi's already failed. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> anyway, um, before I just had to quickly uh, move to that one. Uh, the two racing tips that uh, Gailey gave last week did not come in. Unfortunately, uh, which was Sailor and Big Boy Roy... Uh, both of which failed. However, I will say this. Gailey gave me a little sneaky tip on Saturday when I saw him at golf. Gave me some late mail on a horse called Cadetship at 8.50. Right. Which did run in. Now, not part of the podcast, but did redeem the bet in a way. Because I might have put 10 on that. Yeah. So at eight fifty, thanks for thanks very much. Look, I, I look, don't know if it redeems the podcast. Well, it does. Pop what happens? Up our I, I think bet. what happens tomorrow at around eleven oh five will might redeem the when, podcast when you rock up and, and when I rock get up. asked to pay for your goal. Correct. Yeah. That, that's going to make or break our relationship with Gailey here. <laughs> he sent me a message. Well, listeners, Saturday was a flop with two ordinary runners. Now, no doubt Top Dog will forget to mention the $14 winner I tipped him. It was eight fifty. Gailey. Calm the fuck down. Uh, the greats always bounce back quickly, and after a long, hard look at myself, let's go. We've got Saturday Racing, Brisbane Race 9, Deep Rogue each way. Oh, deep Rogue. Deep Rogue. I, like I knew name. you'd like that. I like the name. You like the name? Brisbane Race 9, Horse Number 10, Deep Rogue. Uh, following that, Sydney Race 8, Number 4, Pretty wild. Deep rogue and pretty wild. There's a subliminal here. There's messaging. A here. Merry Christmas, Saul. 2023, let's go. Like that from Gailey. Short, sharp, two tips. 
I'm going to be honest, these racing tips, they're, they're pretty good. He, he, he might know what he's talking about. It's producing. Don't tell him that, though. He might not. Well, as I said, it's make or break tomorrow. Yeah. No, no one can tell you how good Gailey's going better than Gailey. So <laughs> you just want to curb your enthusiasm a little. But as I said to him, he's still, he's st- yeah, he's still hunting for a seat. Uh, so when we get a big ruffie in Look, and I've the, already, and I've the already, dollar comes. I've already, I've already spoken on the podcast ad nauseum about what it'll take for Gally to get a seat. Yeah, but I don't get anything out of that. You get him in here. Nah, that's, that's negative. <laughs> I need something. Yeah, well. I need a ruffie. But anyway, that's betting. Uh, we are in front for the year, believe it or not. Are we going to start a fresh 2023? We need to start a fresh, I think. Sure. Yeah, because... Because you haven't contributed. Correct. <laughs> so let's start a fresh for 2023 on the, on the, on the, on the betting side of things. Okay. And I, I'm going to ask one thing. Sure. Uh, Timbo, just calm the farm on these 25-leg multis. It wasn't. No, it was only a couple of legs, but it was two people to score more than X amount of three pointers plus a win into some into blah blah blah, and then one of those people didn't even take a three point shot in the second half. God, it's paying six hundred and three dollars for a reason, mate. Here's the thing with the betting: we we kicked off the little betting segment of this podcast just as the footy season finished. Yeah, we did, and that's sort of my area. Yes. Uh, I feel like it's also your area. Yeah, it's more so. I, and the reason I've sort of taken the betting on is because the things that we're betting on are not playing into your the f- the soccer and the and the the horse it's not, racing. It's not really my wheelhouse. It doesn't play into your wheelhouse. Yeah. Whereas once the rugby league opens up again, yeah. I feel like you're going to be more in. I'll be in. I'll be invested in the rugby league. Yeah. Watching yeah. Manly finish twelfth. Excellent. Be amazing. Yeah. Hopefully, Seaball getting the sack. Put a lazy tenner on that. <laughs> being the first coach to go. Is that in your twenty twenty three? That's my. It's my hot tip. How long have this podcast been going for? 40 minutes. Okay. We have enough time for me to ask you the ultimate question. It's the end of 2023. Yeah. Sporting predictions. Sorry, it's the end of 2022. I want you to... I, I want us both to be on the record here. Sporting predictions for 2023. I want I want something, something we can uh, look back on. Any sport, whatever you like, give me give me something you're like that's happening. Whether it be a give me a spoon, give me a give me a bottom eight team, give me a top eight team. I'm going to give you two predictions. Give me who's going to win the league. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you two predictions. Let's NRL mainly. Now I've got I've got an NRL. Okay. And then I've got another one. Okay. So my NRL prediction for 2023. Yeah. Is the Broncos don't make the eight? All right, we're on. That's my prediction. No, that's a bet. We are going to. We are going to. Bet. We've already no, bet. No. You've already said that we are betting. So stop. Just so the Broncos get off the pot. Uh, Broncos are not going to make the eight. What's the bet? That's well. We'll talk about that. We've we got, we got a whole preseason to talk about that. We are talking about it. We'll have a whole preseason to discuss that. You're deflecting. I'm not deflecting. <laughs> I'm not ready to to wage yet. I don't think they'll make the eight. How how confident I am in that? We'll def, we'll decide. I'll decide during the preseason. Well, you're on the record now. Yeah, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Okay. I said it last year. Broncos I was right. won't make the eight. I said think? it last year. I was right. Okay. My other tip, Tiger Woods wins the tournament this year. Well, yeah, there's no one left. Doesn't matter. Well, you talk, there's no, no one No, no, bull, there's heaps left. There's no one left. I'm not, I'm not so bold to say that he's going to win a major. There's no one left. Apparently the, masters, he beat college kids? Apparently the masters are letting the live players back in. Yes, they are. 
You know what that is? You know what that is? Well, that's player pressure, mate. That is when when the levy, when that first rock, levy bank falls. Yeah, that's what that is. The levy is about to fall. Twenty twenty three. This is my prediction. Because you know what the Masters did? The Masters went. Because uh, the Masters, Augusta as a club, would have ha- have so much power with the PGA because you can't move the Masters. Let's be fair. Yeah. The Masters would have sat there and gone, "You're fucking losing PGA." Yeah. And we want people to actually tune into this shit because we're invested. Yeah. So we're not holding it unless you let them in. I wasn't here. I wasn't in the meeting. I wasn't there. But I'm telling you, no, that's what care. was said. Don't that's care. what was said. Yeah. yeah. And now, all a lot of the other tournaments. There's going to be... <sighs> all the big sponsors. What do you think they're going to do? By the middle of next year, I think you're going to see a competition where it is a mixture of both. Of course you are. And I think that I would much... I don't like live. I think the fifty the fifty four holes, I don't like that aspect of it. If it goes seventy two and and they do whatever they do, I, I'm I'm open to it. But I think what Live offers offers an opportunity for either burgeoning tours or burgeoning areas of golf in the on the planet get an opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. The PGA single handedly destroyed Australian golf. Mm-hmm. With this wraparound tour, well, they destroyed golf in in everywhere, so many countries. everywhere, everywhere, so other than countries. other than the US, yeah. right? So, if it means that Australia gets something back mm-hmm. and that it's beneficial to Australian golf, mm-hmm. then I'm partial to to liking that. Mm-hmm. I don't like a lot about Live Golf, but sure. I'm also not liking a lot about PGA Tour either. Yeah, and that's really what it comes down to. It's so I'm thinking that what, if, what I like is I like watching good golf. I like watching the best players and I like watching people I can get behind. Really, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So it's whoever, I'm the customer and it's whoever produces the best version of the product that I want to buy. Yeah. That's what it is. Do I want to watch Cam Smith v. Dustin Johnson on a cool course? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Get out of the way. I don't really care what, what, what name's on the packet. Yeah. I'm buying the product inside the packet. It is interesting, though, that the Masters denied women forever, <laughs> but only, de- only denied the live players, in theory, for about four months. Yeah, because money talks. Fucking <laughs> hell. Because money talks. Yeah. It's all about... It's just a business. Oh, no, for sure. Like that's all it is. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And that's what... And you know what... All these other sponsors of these big tournaments, we have gone deep into golf now, but they're going to see this as, oh, okay. For example, the Genesis Open. If I'm the CEO of Genesis, I'm like, uh, I agree to sponsor this shit on the basis that you would provide all the superstars so people would tune yeah. in. I don't want now, to see saggy bum Patrick Cantlay in the last right. bloody group every Sunday. Well, it's it's Patrick and the uh, Patrick and the Who's. Yeah. And the Who's that, yeah. right? Now, if you're Genesis, you're saying, okay, PGA, I signed. A, this is how the business works. I signed a contract with you. I would be the naming rights sponsor for this tournament, right? On the proviso that, this is an agreement, I would give you a fuck ton of money and a couple of cars to give away, but you would bring a world-class tournament. You would, you would put that out to 140 countries or whatever you do around the world, and X amount of people would tune in. Yeah. You're not bringing me that. Yeah. 
So I'm not bringing you my money. Same with the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Mm. Same with the FedEx Cup. Mm. If I'm the owner of FedEx and I'm giving away a few hundred million dollars to a college kid, I'm like, that's not what I signed up for, champion. Yeah. Mr. PGA. You told me all the superstars would be here and I told you I'd give you some cash. One of us hasn't lived up to that deal. Yeah. Money's going to start talking. No, it will. Absolutely. Look, going from that, talking about the two biggest tours on on the planet mm. to the match. Funny. You watch it? Of course no, you didn't. No, I didn't watch it. Just Tiger. You told me you were a Tiger lover. I watched a bit of the PNC. It was funny. The PNC or the match? No, the match. It was yeah, funny. It's another exhibition, mate. I don't do exhibitions. But, but I watch it, shit to mean stuff. But it, it was very good. I haven't really watched any of the matches. I only watch highlights. So this was at nine. Yeah, I, watched, I saw that. It was cool. Yeah, it, was it was cool. cool. But all the players were mic'd up the entire time. Yeah, it was cool. With the headset, yep. back to the booth. And the actually, there's a good YouTube. Get onto YouTube and just look at um, the match banter. And what they've done is they've cropped together all the banter, like eight minutes yep. of the match. And just before someone hits a shot, because they're all mates, yeah. right? So Justin Thomas is just like, you know, oh, Tiger, can you still reach over that bunker? And, you know, they're winding each other up. It looked like, um, and this is why it was cool. I know you don't like exhibitions, but it was like the banter that you have with your three mates when you go play a four ball on the weekend. Yep. It was the exact same level of, ah, your shit, nah, your shit. But it was the four, four of the greatest golfers of all time yeah. doing it. Yeah. And it, that's just a cool vibe. Having those two things, it was like I don't mind this that. is what they would be I doing. I don't mind that aspect of it. Yeah, uh, I think that I actually prefer. I watched a bit of the PNC with Tiger and Charlie. Yeah, I think that's cool. Although he, he should have golf. Yeah, he sh- <laughs> yeah, well, he. It's incredible how much like his father he is. Yeah, it was funny to see both of them limping. <laughs> right, I feel like that's hereditary. Yeah, Charlie must have had like a twenty tumble car crash off the side of the road. <laughs> Crash your scooter yeah. into a tree. But that I, I quite enjoyed. There was a bit of banter in that as well. Uh, obviously, the Thomases and the Woods played together. And it yes. looks like Justin Thomas and Tiger are quite good mates. Oh, yeah. And, Best buds. Yeah. And Tiger was bombing it past him. Mm-hmm. Tiger's got a, Tiger might have a couple of tournaments in him if he can walk. Okay. If he can walk. Yes. The concern is, is that... You know what he loves? He can't walk. 54 holes. <laughs> he might. Yeah. The irony. The irony, she, you know, the irony of that is fun. Do you know what he loves? <laughs> You know what he loves? Blonde waitresses. Well, That's yeah. what he loves. Yeah. That's why he is where he is at the moment. Sure. But one thing that I did notice over uh, the match, the PNC, mm-hmm. all the players were wearing belts. Oh, fucking here we go. Now. I'm not ready. I need to unpack something. So we're playing golf tomorrow. End of year. You've invited I'm myself. Gonna, I'm getting a name and shame. And... Don't name and shame. And a mate of yours and a mutual acquaintance of ours. A long-time listener. Yeah, a long-time listener. Of who, who, before about 11 o'clock this morning, I would class as one of my mates. <laughs> but now, <laughs> he's just an acquaintance. He's just a guy you know. The question was thrown up about dress regulations, about what we needed to wear. Sure. And he asked the question, is, would this be okay to, to wear? And your response to that essentially was no. You need to wear a collared shirt, shorts, uh, tailored shorts, a belt, short socks, golf shoes. You just need to wear you know, yeah, golf, golf clothes. Golf clothes. Yes. And we're not we're not playing Boomerang Farm. No, we're not playing at Coplex. We're, we're golf clothes. Yeah. That's all I said. Boomerang Farm's a good, 
Not a bad course. Sure, that was a bad yeah. example. Yeah. Uh, Tally Valley, there you go. Yeah. Brewery Farm. I actually, yeah, I know. It's actually a good track. It's actually good fun. Yeah. Uh, but the question then was posed about the belt. Now, you and I didn't know what I'd, the fuck was going I on. I didn't here. know what was going on. But neither did I. No. So I was looking at this It was this like thing. a classic scenario where there was two conversations happening. He, he said that he was asking his mate about a belt. Yeah. Effectively. And yeah. my question was, what the fuck are you talking about, mate? Don't you just own a belt? Just wear a belt. He goes, but I've got to wear a golf belt. No, this is, you, you shortened it up. He was asking about belts for ages. I, it was the and belt, you and I were just like, the fuck? Just, what are you talking about? Just get a belt. Just get a belt, mate. Like, go buy a belt. No, 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 I've got one drop. Like, I've got, got my mate dropping, dropping, it yeah, dropping it off. I'm like, like the guy works. He's got a job where he needs to wear a belt every it's day. He's in corporate. Just yeah, go he's get in a belt. corporate. And then it came out. Oh, no, I've got leather belts, but I don't have a golf belt. My response to that was, there's no <laughs> dress regs on the fucking belt, mate. No, no, your response was, I'm done. Yeah, my, my response was, I'm out. <laughs> I'm officially out. <laughs> the golf belt. Incredible. Is that a thing? I, I got dumber today <laughs> for participating in that. And that's and, a stretch. And the sad thing for me is that I'm going to have to sit in the cart with him tomorrow <laughs> for the best part of four hours. Do you want to sit with Trent? <laughs> Maybe. Let's, you know what I think we should do? Let's throw the balls up. And I'll just leave it to chance. I'll leave it to chance. Should we throw the belts up? <laughs> Spin the belt. Spin the belt. Spin the belt. I feel like we have to name and shame. No, we're not going to name and shame. People um, will know because mutual we'll, friend. we'll talk about acquaintance. A mutual friend. Acquaintance. Thought. Uh, moral of the story. There is no difference between a belt and a golf belt. And if you think there is... You're a fuckwit. <laughs> I was going to say, don't go to golf for you at the next level. I'm looking forward to spending some time on the golf course. I'm going to be there uh, tomorrow. You're actually coming. I'm actually going to be You've there. You've said this before. No, no, no. I have thought of every way to get out of it, and there's no <laughs> way I can. So I'll be there. I'm Even if your cautiously life is optimistic. in a horrible, horrible accident, you still have to get there. I'm cautiously optimistic about how I'm going to perform. I need to bring up one other thing before we go. Two other things. Two two quick bits of housekeeping for the end of 2023. Yes. You've been married for 30 years. No, I haven't been married for 30 years. I've been with my wife for 30 years. Jesus. We've been married, we'll be married 19 years in February. I mean this with all respect. Jesus titty fucking Christ. It's a long time, man. You would have been out by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. 25 for murder, mate. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Could be worse, man. She's a fucking saint. Absolutely. 100%. And also 100%. a glutton for punishment. Well. Yeah. She's actually asked me to give her credit on this podcast. She said, I expect <laughs> I expect credit on the officially underqualified podcast for putting up with Matt for that long. Yeah. She's We've she's, done 19 episodes and I think I'm over it. <laughs> I was over it after six. <laughs> That's why I put a six limit on it. Uh Yeah. Yeah, it's, been, it's a long time. 30's a long time. 30 years is a long time. What's yeah. your piece of wisdom there after 30? You got something for the listener? Oh, communication. Communi- <laughs> Communication's the key. Communication. Just just, just, just love each other <laughs> as often as possible. <laughs> That's the key. And if not, love yourself. 
as often as possible. <laughs> as often as possible. So that's one. Did you have something else? Yes. Uh, this is a public service announcement. Like Matt, Matt and I have realised that uh, our our podcast Facebook page right, of course, is yes. a business page. Now, that page is not something you can post on. Now, we've been asking people to post <laughs> on the page yeah. for the better part of 19 episodes. Uh, we've realised that this is an administration error. So, and I'm going to make the commitment now, Matt, yes. are you good to... Yeah, we're good. We're going to change this over to a we're group. Change this to a group. So, that way, if you do have any punting tips, punting success, uh, banter, bullshit, or anything you want to share, we'd love you to join the group. There'll be a stringent... Uh, Criteria for how to get into the group. Well, it's a dickhead policy. Yeah. So you actually are you have to be. You have to be a dickhead to yeah. get in. If you answer like an, if you answer the questions like a normal human, you will be denied. Uh, everyone that is already on the page or, or has liked the page in the past will get an invitation to the group. We expect to get a hundred percent take up. If you don't, we That's have your right. details, Very and good. I have a particular set of skills, <laughs> and I will find you. That's right. Um, so that's what's happening. We'll start a group. That'll do. And we'll remove the business page and we'll start the group page and we'll have a bit more banter and bullshit over the Christmas period. That's it. So over the Christmas period, we're going to have a little break. We'll be back in the early in the new year and we'll be notifying you all on the Facebook page as to what's happening with that. We won't be far away for too long. A couple of weeks. Maybe a couple of weeks. Maybe back uh, like the... Make no promises. Tell no, no lies. Maybe back in January. <laughs> Some maybe. stage in January. Maybe. Yeah. But we, we definitely will shift all the social media over to the group. Yes. Uh, and we will be building. We'll a, continue to punt. We'll be building an Instagram page as well. So. I'll continue to punt. I'll continue to get some tips from the boys. Yes. Um, feel free to jump on. Feel free to not. I I would assume that Greg will be l- way less stressed over the next couple of weeks, having you know, and he'll be willing to play just the tip more than ever. Sure. Nothing loosens the purse strings like a week off. Correct. Very good. <gasps> on that note. On that note. That's your sign-off, isn't it? it? Is, it did is. You, was that deliberate or did you just lean into that? Oh, I just wait for you to say something fucking ridiculous and then I just go, on that note. Right, Broncos to make the top eight. On that note. Broncos to make the top four. On that note. <laughs> it's bye for now and a Merry <laughs> Christmas <laughs> from Officially Underqualified. Very good. Ava. Fuck with <laughs>